Later. Later. I'm your knight in shining armor. I'm I always your turn Muppet. Knight in shining armor. And I. And I love you. I love him. I want to grab hold of that white beard. Oh, Why? I love him. Why? I don't know. Beard? I can't. Yeah, I love it. I don't know about this facial hair thing. I can't get on board. A couple of the things that we wanted to get to in our last episode, which we didn't really get around to because we had so much to share with you. <laughs> and, you know, Kenny died. So, come on. Aww, he needed his... Shame his due reverence um we wanted to talk to you or amy wanted to talk about cowboy twitter oh my gosh so one of the many changes that has happened in this global response to what the fuck we're we gonna do now shit's all closed oh my goodness goodness everybody's taking on extra things and extra responsibilities than what they had before and one of them some of you folks maybe had the genius and the chance to see. And if you didn't, I'm going to lay it on you right now. There is a cowboy museum. I don't remember where. I'll pull it up and take a look. And the head of security has been tasked with managing their social media to get some communications going out. So I already mentioned to you it's a cowboy museum. So how sophisticated can it be in terms of their outbound communication? I don't know if this whole thing is a set-up job, a put-up job that somebody was just trying to make a little waves on Twitter and this is a brilliant marketing scheme or if this thing is legitimately wholesome, but it is hilarious. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, so here's, hey. It, so here's what happens. So the guy's name is Tim. And he is head of security at a cowboy museum where they have artifacts about cowboys. I, I've already laid it out for you. This is a pretty lowdown, hoedown kind of a place, right? Do so the lowdown, hoedown. <laughs> so yeah. Tim knows nothing about Twitter. And he starts putting out these <laughs> tweets. They are, they are so bad, y'all. My favorite one, I'm going to pull them up and read a few of them. But just to put it in perspective, one of them actually says, um, Twitter tips, please. And then the very next tweet says, I'm sorry, I thought I was Googling that. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. So that's what he posted on Twitter. So here it says, uh, National Cowboy Museum. Hello, my name is Tim, and I'm the head of security for the cowboy. I've been asked to take on the additional duty of social media management while the museum is closed. I'm new to this, but excited. My team will also continue to protect and monitor the museum. Thanks, Tim Send. And he typed out the word send. So Shut in the up. tweet, in the tweet, it's a picture of his face. And then it says, thanks, comma, Tim, S-E-N-D. <laughs> I love him. How many <gasps> followers does he have? Uh, I, uh, we're going to find that out in a minute. Th and then the next one, National Cowboy Museum. This is the hat and eye patch the Duke wore in the movie True Grit. They're part of our ex exhibition about the two true grit. Lots of interesting props and clothes. I'm told I can't try it on. Hashtag, he wrote the word, hashtag John Wayne. Shut up. He hashtag, did not. Hashtag space John space Wayne. Lucas, comma, my grandson, comma, told me to use hashtags. Thanks, comma, Tim. I'm not oh fucking God, kidding. I'm not fucking kidding. Right? And it has like 2,000 people saw it. The next one, Twitter tips, please. That's on March 18th. And then the very next one, a minute later. Sorry, I thought I was Googling that. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and these are his boots. Hashtag spelled out H-A-S-T-A-G. Thanks. Hashtag John Wayne. Thanks, Tim. 
And then the next one, this is my favorite tweet of all. Lucas, can you read this? Question mark. Oh, my That's God. That's a tweet. He did not. That's a tweet. I love him. National Cowboy Museum. On in and Oklahoma. On. And they, well, it just says National Cowboy Museum. So she's somebody I'd want to have a beer with. So he just keeps going and going and going. Oh, but now he's, now he was, hello, Lucas and Kira. There's a snake in my boot. This is his tweet <laughs> to his grandkids. <laughs> what is wrong? He really doesn't get it or he's a fucking genius. It's no, one or the is, other. This is, this is the most genius of all. Thanks for all the tips, friends. Realize I've been doing the hashtags wrong. I need to use that pound sign from the phone. I'm learning! Exclamation point. Here's his costume so from True Grit from 1969, courtesy of John Wayne Enterprises. Hashtag, and he puts the pound in, and then he made a proper hashtag. Hashtag John Wayne, but he wrote, he put the pound sign, and then he spelled hashtag John Wayne. So he put pound. <laughs> so it's both. <laughs> hashtag, so says, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag John Wayne. Thanks, Tim. Right? And then my other one, Seth and Marketing said people would love to have me take some photos from our selfie stations in the Cowboy. Here's one from the Rodeo Gallery. Enjoy. Thanks, Tim. And he took a photograph of the sign for the selfie station without him in it. Oh, my God. That's not <laughs> what a selfie is. Oh, my God. Somebody in the, I love him. There, I love him. I'm not going to spoil it. It keeps on giving, y'all. So all you need to do is look up National Cowboy Museum. I just uh, followed it's him. Got, I, think it's, I think it's a fucking joke. I think the whole thing's... And I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's worth laughing. Whoever did it, it's a brilliant joke. Even if it's even if it's legit. So bring it. Oh, so there is some good that can come out of this. It's a little bit like... Um, I don't know if you've seen... I'm trying to remember it. There's some political stuff. Whenever, whenever things in our current administration are objectionable by a whole faction of people, they'll do like news from the revolution <laughs> they'll, and they'll do it from like revolutionary war. And it's, you know, oh, yeah, it started a- with the onion. The onion had yes. great stories of mockery, but the revolution too. Yeah. I, I love, you know what? That's writers. I mean, that's writers. They're fucking brilliant. It's so well done. And I so appreciate you. The people weren't we you heading for to are creative. Weren't we heading towards a writer's strike? Yeah, we were. Uh, so now we're he- we're probably at a no need to strike gang because ain't nothing cooking. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Know. There have to be. You know what? If you were somebody who did like a, a little like 13 episodes and they shelved it and said, it's really not good enough. Here's what we picked. And now all of a sudden there's no new content. They're pulling you off the shelf and slapping you up in a couple of weeks. Are they though? I think the answer is no, they're not because this is Broadway. This is theater. This is, you cannot put people. This is that Saturday night live, Saturday night live sketch from three weeks ago when they were still doing sketches where they said our response to the coronavirus and it was a you know sunset beach and they were trying to do a soap opera and everybody was like having these props that kept them like nine feet from each other you can't you can't do there's some things you can't do and be safe right but anything you have in the can you should anything you have in the can yeah but if you already had it in the can you're just saying that the industry is so um up its own crack that they sometimes will get that far along and decide Meh, we're not gonna do it we've already paid all this money and data but we're just gonna put it in the corner because yeah they're not doing that shit they're not doing that shit not anymore they're green light and horse shit that they didn't even bother editing fully i love cowboy twitter i love him i think he's fantastic i love how he's learning as we are listening and he's now my new favorite I'm not on Twitter all that much. I did just follow it from Brilliant Observations. (laughs) Log out anytime and find out. Um, We were talking about six degrees of COVID-19. Oh, Uh, 
and a did lot you see? I'm going to jump in. Did you see it. that Kevin? Kevin did a six degrees of COVID. Did you see him do it? Kevin I did Bacon. Not. Kevin Bacon did a six degrees of, of uh, coronavirus, and he did a little video, and he said, Hi, I'm Kevin Bacon, and you may know me f- from playing the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game. Well, I now want you to do the six degrees of coronavirus. I'm staying home for Kira uh, Sedgwick, my wife. That's my six degrees. So he, like, mentioned he's ter- flipping it around. Like, these are the six people that I'm staying home for. And he held up a big sign and said, so stay oh. home. It was a stay home message. But so super cute. So six degrees is everybody knows somebody that's that's had a cough on their hand. Yes. Put it in your eyeball and now you fucked. Yep. That's what I was. I didn't realize he had done that. I wrote that because I thought everybody. I mean, anecdotally, again, I don't know what to say is true. What is not true? What is what is urban legend? Not John Legend, because we know what John Legend is. He's in your household. He's in your household. <laughs> He's in my basement. Um, oh my God! Stop! Did you see the thing that he and Chrissy did for the uh, for the the banana bread? I tagged you so that you would see it. I feel like I did. Why? Didn't I, I you you super did. I'm surprised it's not like fixated into your your permanent DNA. So for those who didn't see it, and you'll remember when I start because I'm going to butcher it anyway. Chrissy Teigen needed some ingredients. She was out. We'll call it tortillas. She was out of something, and she goes, "I've got." I've got uh, a banana bread that I just baked, and I just need some fucking tortillas. Anybody in, in Eastboro or Brooklyn or wherever the fuck? And they set up a drop. And the next day, some rando that she was following her, they met in a parking lot, and they placed the shit drug gangster style in the middle of the parking lot, and each walked up and took it, and each walked up and took it. And the guy's like, this is the best thing that's happened to me all week. And he's like taking, <laughs> in my a, life. taking a nine-foot <laughs> selfie with them. Like they're across the thing, waving to them, with clutching the rolls or whatever the fuck. It's hilarious hilarious yeah I kind of I kind of adore them but not in a real way I mean I still choose my family over theirs but their kids are but they have roles I don't know man they have roles now it's getting that way it you might have to make it the choices are coming somebody I think she (laughs) also asked for like lettuce or something and somebody was holding (sighs) up yeah I think that's what it was I think it was lettuce and the other thing that I saw is you can grow your own lettuce from lettuce so romaine does this really well. So when you get that stump at the bottom of the romaine, yeah. you just throw in the trash, put it in a very shallow dish of water in the sunshine, and a new head will sprout from the middle, and it will continue doing this. So you can have your own mini lettuce garden from the fucking romaine that you buy at the store. How long does that take? How long are we Four in lockdown? Days. Mom? Four days. Four days. You're not Four eating days. lettuce. You're not eating, what do you care? You're not eating fucking lettuce. I've I'm seen de- you. I'm eating devil dogs. I've seen me. <laughs> yeah, they don't regrow spontaneously. I've seen me too. Lorna Dunes don't either. I'm going to have to no. keep donating blood to get Lorna Dunes. I've got sugar. I got flour. I got I got shelf-stable fats for days. I'm, I'm ready for the apocalypse. You're making it. Um, what are some of the TV ads that you're seeing that are blowing your mind? Well, you know, there's two sides to this because some folks have been really reactive, uh, responsive, it's not easy to turn that shit on a dime. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at you, car 
all car dealerships car dealerships who are saying i'll i'll completely reinvent my entire purchasing process and my i'll deliver to your house i'll i'll come and, yeah i will babysit your brother whatever you fucking need <laughs> just buy my damn cars right and we, we've already made a tv ad watch it just sign and drive i'll Thank do anything <laughs> that's right <laughs> I'll, i will you know pay me on tuesday for the cheeseburger today i but gladly like, pay you tuesday for a hamburger <laughs> today <laughs> that's right and then you have the so some of these things Walgreens or or saying you know here's what we're doing to help and you can tell you can watch the thing and say okay so this is the TV commercial that they've cut together from three or they were lucky enough that it was one commercial that they've done a totally new voice to right it actually worked where it's just pictures of people doing their thing but we've replaced it now instead of like we're here we love you we give you a big virtual hug now instead they're saying stay in your car we have what you need we'll leave it in the parking lot gangster style so so that's kind of easy the ones that crack me up are the ones that don't hold up at all where they've got like the commuters in the car and she sneezes welcome allergy muddlers and the whole car is filled with her Starbucks that she sneezes all over the windshield. And there's oh, like yeah. eight people in the fucking car. Do you remember this? And the whole time you're watching it, you're like, <laughs> I'm watching people die. I'm watching people die. They're in a death car. They're in a Starbucks death car. It's where are they going? You know, it's not essential. The whole And there's hundreds of them. They're cracking me up. Why these were not pulled? They're I tone mean, deaf to what's happening. Well, and some of it is you can't pull it. Some of that shit so far in the pipeline, you can't take it out. Um... But use your head, people. And then that also leaves us with the, the and on some stations, who knows what's been pulled and what the station has pulled, like whatever. Now all you're left with is, you know, one, eight, seven, seven cars for kids or whatever the fuck it is. They play. There's like two commercials and they play incessantly. It's awful. Now that song is going to be in my head the rest of the day. Damn I it. could have given you this adorable blanket to help the kids at Shriners Hospitals like me. I play basketball. I get this blanket. It's not an adorable blanket. It's not. I will help you, but don't try to sell me that fucking blanket and all the dogs. Oh, my God. They're pulling out stars from the from that show that was canceled and came back and has been canceled. And now he's up there saying, Grace, the, I'm, I've, I live with my Grace and Gay. Will and Grace, right? All the gays have Grace in them. So Gay Grace. So Network Gay is up there saying, these dogs are in cages, and I'm here asking for five dollars and here's a picture of a dog because you're not fucking sad enough let me show you something you can't do anything about and i'm like get off my tv 1980s first of all i cannot watch any any sarah mclaughlin song starting animal commercial sarah Sarah mclaughlin you know where she's from (laughs) do you know where she's from sarah mclaughlin (laughs) sarah mclaughlin is from plano texas you know that's where little affair started in plano plano it's every episode you're gonna it's not me. it's not plano i apologize it's plano it's no plano, my no Texas. it's plain that's, as that's an where airplane. they came up with the plan that's where they came up with the plan for these terrible commercials and sarah said i'm in let's do it <laughs> let's do it use this help. song i want to use help. this song I, that i just wrote what do you do when this horrible shit overtakes you do you mute it do you turn it do you look I, away I and they're lunge. saying on the voiceover don't look away I lunge like, for the remote, and then I realize I took in three fucking dogs, and they try to make my life as crazy as possible. And then I turned, when nobody was listening to us the other day when we did a Zoom call with the family, I turned to my kids and said, I kind of want a chihuahua. And they looked at me like I was fucking crazy, as, as they should have. Um, but, but I thought, 
Those little tiny dogs, nobody likes those dogs. They are no. so sweet and they are so they're not shaky and, and they're not, broken. They're not and sweet. They're not they're a hundred percent broken. They're touched in the head. I have a dear, dear, dear sweet friend who has one of these ultra damaged, even when they're healthy, crack out dogs. They're drug dogs. They're drug dogs. They are skitchy, twitchy, coked out, pit viper killers. They're no good. They're too fucking small. And so they have the <laughs> attitude, like, I'm going to get fucked. If I don't come at you and kill you first, I'm dead. And I'm going to take your Twinkie. That's so everything that they do is like. <laughs> that is a fucking chihuahua. Why do you want that in your house? Why? I don't know. I just figured all we have are big dogs and just a little something, something that can go upstairs. That and just little one will fuck you up. All right. I'm over you. it. My family put put an end to that for me. But. You know, all those dogs are in rescues right now that need people to foster them. So what if I just fostered one and if it didn't get along with everybody, then we bring it back at the end of, I don't know, COVID-19 foster session or whatever. I think that sounds I think that sounds like a really, really bad idea. And okay. I, I want you to think for a second about all the ways that you help. You claim one. You Give claim one. you you claim you do one thing. Do you need to do more than one thing? Yeah, she's holding up the sign that says, I make a difference. I gave blood. I have Lorna Dunes. You can't have them. Got a really bad stick, though. She left many marks on my arm. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> How did you Don't get be? this job, phlebotomist? Yeah, Stop it. I know you're needed elsewhere, but really, here's my point to you to not, to not let this go unsaid. Don't All get right? another dog. No, the, the reality is this. I am powerless to control you in your disastrous canine life choices we've already <laughs> seen so. this i am the lone woman i am the lone soul with the nerve and the love and the confidence to stand up to you and say this is a relationship ender i'm telling you the mistake <laughs> you're making before you make it do We're not done. do not do not do not do all not. right i won't and do you it. said no but listen and you said you said <laughs> okay and then I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm getting into I'm getting into the drug addled, you know, uh, roller coaster ride with you. I'm with you. Now is not the time. You've got garage stripping husband. You don't need new shit. If you okay. want to bring stuff into your household, make it cookies. Now they are just as threatening so to your environment. Work. Yeah, bring, right. They could kill you just as much as this creepy fucking dog. All right. All right. She's I not listening. Get another and on dog. our next episode, Missy gets a dog. <laughs> a, sh a shaky, twitchy, tiny dog. No, Coked out little attitude fucker. All right. All right. All right. All right. You just, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a big button. And everyone else is on my side. I know you're upset about this. And the answer is everyone hates chihuahuas. Even people who have chihuahuas hate chihuahuas. It's Dear listeners, is that true? Yes. Yes. All right. True. So I have I have my last topic for today for my bonus today. And that is millennials, which is uh -oh. normally a topic that makes our former <laughs> editor <laughs> like buckle uh, millennials. <laughs> fuck them. Like that kind of that kind of response. But it seems that <clears throat> this generation of folk are refusing to pay for certain things and causing them to go extinct. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to do two things before we attack this. 
So here's the two things. Number one, when you say millennial, do you mean millennial by the the actual definition of millennial or do you mean the current 18 to 28-ish population? No. Millennials, millennials right now are 35 to 45. Yes. Let's go with that. And I might have those numbers wrong. But a little the, but the wrong, point but is they're close. A little, it's a little not a wrong. Ten there's year, Gen X, there's Gen X, there's Gen Y, Gen Z, and millennials, right? And then, so, and then there's somebody, there's like two younger than millennials. And those are the people now who were on spring break and fucking us. So you're talking about people who are certainly old enough to know better, who are, we'll call them 27 to 35. Yes. That, let's call them, mille- let's call them millennials. And if we're wrong, that's who we mean. So fuck off. We're busy. All right, next. Um, <laughs> So are they making things obsolete by failing to pay for them is where you were headed with this. Yeah, by failing to engage in what has always been and failing to invest in those things. For example, chain restaurants. Mm. Millennials are leaning more towards the foodie side. They do not want to give the money in general. Hey, dear listener, don't crawl up my ass with the I'm a fucking millennial and I, I love TGI Fridays. First of all, that's not fucking true. And second of all, nobody, nobody likes CGI Fridays. Fridays. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if does. you are a millennial and you're claiming that, you are a traitor to your generation. And and your gender and your species. Where's your flair? Where's your flair? Where yeah. is your vest and flair? Come on. And if you don't get that reference, you don't deserve. You certainly don't love TGI Fridays. You filthy TGI Fridays. Filthy liar. Okay, chain restaurants are are becoming. Bye bye. I'm fine with it. Are you fine with it? No. Uh, in the sense that, first of all, I don't think they have that kind of power. Secondly, I'm okay in general with in, <sighs> this is all so much bigger. I can't, I can't finish the point of view because our entire economic structure is kind of changing. What I was saying is I'm a fan of capitalism and I'm like, well, kind of maybe I'm not. But my thinking is, <laughs> The market, well, in in our up until, you know, 10 years ago, we'll go that far back. When you put out a g- good product and your customer base supports you, that's why you stay in business. And sometimes the world evolves past you. And sometimes it has nothing to do with your good product. It has nothing to do with your effort. It has to do with the world is moving in a direction. So you can pivot your product. You can pivot your idea and maybe stay in business or you can exit and do something else, including being in a different business, right? I think all that's fine. So I don't necessarily fault people for not going to a substandard restaurant just because it's a chain. I think that's great. When you say, do I mind that I would never go to any place that's a franchise simply by virtue of being a franchise because I know better, then I think you need to be slapped and also kicked because Morton's is a fucking franchise. Right. Right? But and I they do, do it feel right. that way. I do feel that way. And you can slap me if you'd like to virtually. When it comes to going out to dinner in Manhattan, if yes, I see you, you no, walk no, yes, into yes, fucking yes. any chain restaurant, I will take you down and rub your face in whatever is on the street. There's you know. no excuse in in a town. I mean, if you are limited. So my brother lives in a town where Applebee's is what the restaurant where you go out. That's yeah. a chain restaurant. And guess what? That's somebody else cooking for you. That's, that's, what, that's what we got. That's what we got here. And we're going there. Bring it. Right. As opposed to when you have the world of opportunities and right. places we're to go. We're going to Paris and we're going to eat someplace that we could eat in Cincinnati. Burger no. King. We, there's a no. Burger King. No, no, there better not be. Like that would make me drink. And I don't well, the only, well, the only advantage to this phenomenon 
is that all of those people are now congregating in one location and can be eliminated, (laughs) right? If they all go into the TGI Fridays in Times Square, we can just, you know, I don't know, wrinkle our noses bewitch style and magically both TGI and the people who support it. Goodbye, Olive Garden. You were fun. Yes. Yes. Out you go. Out you go. Yeah, you don't go to Rome and look for the Olive Garden. What are you that's, doing? That's really all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So if if they're if the of the opening of excellent restaurants and mom and pop places, which you said it are now very much suffering, um, if those and and giving you authentic experiences are not for you, and you're all for the chain restaurants, yeah, you can go with them. You uh, you can get into <laughs> that that TGI Fridays in Manhattan as the genie makes you all disappear. All right, that's one thing. Chain restaurants are slowly, slowly, slowly starting to disappear. Fabric softener. Oh, okay. What do you got for me? Fa- the millennial- say- millennials are killing fabric softener? They said they're they're killing fabric softener. They're not buying it we're, and thinking we're it needs... Blaming, we're blaming millennials for fabric softener? I, there's Wait a-, a minute. Boomers didn't buy no fucking fabric softener? From... This two- I, cry, I call horseshit on that. From 2007 to 2015, there has been 15% less usage, purchasing power, whatever, of fabric softener. Yeah, because you don't fucking need it. That's why. Uh, Do you buy this? Do you have this? I have dryer sheets. What's fabric softener? I have dryer sheets. Fabric fabric softener is a product that you've never bought, ever. You don't know what it is. It's not the millennials' fault. Is that the, uh, is that the other liquid that goes it's in the downy top thing? It's with of- that weird woman who looks like she, why is she on this commercial, leaning up against the sink, getting busy with a bottle of downy, and she looks like she might knife you in prison. She's the weirdest looking model, and they specifically picked her, I opinion believe, because she is so odd looking that it makes you stop what you're doing and go, what the fuck is that? It's like a millennializing approach to, oh, we're obviously making a joke here with our selection. This is quirky and funny. She stands there and does like a sex dance, shaking the bod- the downy granules that are supposed to make your shit smell nice on your shelf for four weeks. It's because it's a chemical additive that the majority of people don't need. It's added fragrance that most people are sensitive to and don't want. And it was really only useful for specific water purposes where you're trying to counteract. You know what I mean? It's a specialized use. And it never really took off. I mean, come on. What are they going to say? Millennials now are responsible for the dearth and chicken wings. Like, what else did they? Come on. Wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Don't get ahead of me. And I don't even like millennials. All right. The next one on my list is beef. Yeah, they are responsible for that. The neighbor kid actually is now a vegan and he cooks beyond meat and buys it in the supermarket, which here's the challenge with that shit. I think it's great. I think it's great to come up with alternate sources, but don't start saying that they are so spectacularly better for the environment because they're not and that they're certainly not better for your body because they're not. So the best alternative to beef is vegetables like inventing shit from soy is oh, arguably soy, takes from, ta- it's all or gr- or the beyond meat which is grown in a lab it's a plant-based meat alternative so instead of well i mean to be fair instead of growing a cow right nurturing and growing a living animal you're growing in a lab some fucking funky ass weird paste that you're going to eat and pretend it's a burger I, you gotta you gotta get down with it if you're going to be part of the food chain at a certain point you're knifing some animals that's the way this shit works I can't knife them, but I can eat them. It's you, You're not that far off. That's all I'm trying to say. 
Okay. Yeah. Beef. Come on. Next. Cow's milk. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. Well, cows, any any beef, any any cow and like product. <laughs> Almond milk, other milk, oat milk, nut milk, 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 milk. And those are so much more disastrous. The amount of resources it takes to pr- create a similar amount of almonds for almond milk is the most wasteful product. It has zero nutritive benefit. It's please, everybody stop. Diamonds. Well, those we, little little children were getting their hands cut off for years. Blood diamonds, yeah. So, so, we, so they say that one. Sh- yeah. They say this generation is helping, um, you know, decrease the number of diamonds. People are getting they engaged have, with other yeah. things and, and diamonds are forever. Well, they might be, but not if they're not purchased new and they're not. Yeah. Right. Diamonds. Or it's or this piece of glass. You know, if I really want the look of it, I'll do this piece of glass or I'll do some other stone that was more responsibly uh, sourced. Or I will say I love you with a retirement account because which we, she will we love even more. more. We need that more than three three months worth of salary that you get to wear around on your hand and then divorce me anyway because I eat beef. How about, how about this? Lottery tickets. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Those numbers purchasing are, are really shrinking. And That's they think it's because of a everybody. whole generation who's like, fuck that shit. Lottery tickets. There is a generation that still buys them every day and they're well, older. The challenge, they're not necessarily older. I think that lottery tickets, to me, represent hope. And when you are, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, not even to make a joke. That's not a joke. I mean, when you're, when you are in a situation, because I see lottery, an overlay with lottery tickets where there's a great dissatisfaction with the like. individual circumstances in your life. And to play a game where, with your mind, where for exchange in exchange for this dollar or this five dollars or this four minutes, I'm going dream. to I'm going to imagine and I'm going to act on a different future for myself. And I'm going to do it with a positive intention. And I think that's the psychology around lotto tickets. I don't think anybody wins. I don't buy them. I don't want anyone to buy them. I would love them to go away. Having said all that, I do think that it's, you know, alcohol can be really bad and it also has a similar hopeful effect. So, I mean, I, I get what it is and I'm trying not to hate on it too hard. So, but yeah, please don't buy them guys. Also disappearing marriage in the eighties, two thirds yeah. of the 25 to 34 yeah. year olds were married. Now more than half are single. I find that sad. I find it sad and troubling. Uh, marriage is. Can be. It's, it's all of the things. It's all of the things. It, it, can it be. is. It is really great. And it is really hard. And it is really beneficial. And it is really counterproductive. And <laughs> finding the balance. It is. It is counterproductive for both individuals in the marriage. Because you are consciously choosing every single day a combo unit. And so by that very choice, somebody is getting some something is getting put to the side compromise yeah it yeah. yeah so so i mean it's way too complicated for what we're doing but at the same time having said all of that i think that the sweet spot of balancing all of those things far outweighs not doing it and i it's i find it sad it's it's and because finding that sweet spot can be really difficult without committing every day Sometimes the commitment is so baked in, you don't even realize you're doing it. It's just, I'm so in, you don't even, it's like some watching Breaking Bad. You don't even think about it. Yes, I'm still watching Netflix. Why are you asking me? Yes, I'm not stopping this. (laughs) Where else would I fucking go? This is it. I'm all in. I'm 100% in. Bring it, Walter White, you know? So I don't want that to go away. 
Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say the next one is. Are you reconsidering? Casual say, clothes. Well, suits. Everyday suits are kind of on their way out because it's a much more casual generation. It's the generation of t-shirts and right, and maybe right. even a maybe even a blazer over a t-shirt. It's well, not. we heard this. We heard this twenty years ago. People were lamenting a part of it. Well, uh, part of it was the environment that I'm in because it's where they were manufactured. Uh, it was the end of hosiery. So because you, if you're old enough to remember that you wouldn't be caught dead, nor would you get the job or be able to keep the job as a woman without fully covered legs in the form of some kind of hose. Pantyhose. Tights. Yeah, absolutely. You don't get to show bare legs. And it, you certainly didn't get to show bare arms. You couldn't have short sleeves sometimes were even a little dicey. No sleeves? Never. And it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? But yeah. So, yeah. Hose. Suits are the new hose. A super. She just slid on what looks like a tattoo sleeve that's a temporary. You can put it on and it looks like your whole arm is a sleeve of tattoos, a cuff. I, I've always wanted one of those. I love it. I love it. it. I want isn't it. that cool? Yes. Um, you said, you know, bare arms. So I had to put something over my arm. Okay, suits, not so much anymore. Cereal. This one blew my mind. Cereal will never go not out of true. fashion. Not true. Disavow, disagree. Uh, check this your facts. This generation False. instead prefers a protein-rich breakfast. They are doing They're more f- of the egg avocado toast. They are doing more of the protein shakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait five minutes. And thank you, COVID. Cereal's back and with a vengeance because it sits on the shelf. There's plenty right. of it. And yeah, foot no. Cereal, no. They, they are, guess what? It's going to be tough to get them avocados, kids, when you ain't got no job. Yeah. What up, crunchy breakfast? Bring it. <laughs> I love cereal. And lunch and dinner? Yeah. Every meal yeah. of the day is cereal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, cable. How that. many millennials do you know that have cable? I mean, cable's I know, on its I know way adults out. and boomers who are doing this crackatus pot. I'm a bad example because I'm, I am, you know, Paula pays too much. I don't have any idea what the, we have every conceivable entertainment choice, probably, and one for every member of the family paid in quadruplicate. Here's the difference. They, I, I don't even know what cable is anymore. It's you pick three or four services or, and then steal one or all the friends get together and I'll pay for this one and you pay for that one. It's Here just are the savvy. passwords. It's savvy consumerism. And you know what? That's fucking fair because it never was like this before. Three, six, and ten used to stream over those bunny ears for free. So the idea that you got to is gradually everything has become appleized, serviceized. I now have to pay for, for my everything. own fucking CDs that I bought now in iTunes. I got to pay to stream them from you, you fuck. I don't want to. Yeah, that's the bell. Every time Amy hates Apple, an angel gets their iPod. <laughs> an angel gets their wings. Yeah. What about brick and mortar stores? I think that goes back to the chain restaurants. I think they're going to survive. There is still a need for, I need, I prefer to have it in my hands to hold it against my body without the waste and the damaging structural mechanism of send it all the way to my house, try it on, put it back in a cardboard box and send it all over the planet. I mean, there is so much more. After going to the post office and that's the pain in the ass. Like I, it's the not, and there's no benefit to it. There's no ben. They're going to see that you can't have climate change. You can't have Beyond Meat, and everything derives comes mm-hmm. to your house in a cardboard box delivered. But you know, and including the flowers from Argentina instead of the ones that you grew at the farmer market down the street. It's like you can't have both. You fuck. You got to pick. That's what being an adult is. That's why you millennial. The only thing I do that way, really, it, well, I do, I try to do everything online. So this social distancing shit, I've been trained, I told you, I've been training for it forever, but I You're do You're in the stitch- Olympics. Yeah. I do Stitch Fix. 
Uh, so I get a box, but what they also have is the right there return what you don't like. I put it right back in my mailbox. I don't even have to go to the post office. I don't have to no, go anywhere. Yeah, you I drop it off, you USPS, and they take it back, USPS. And I appreciate that. And now they have the a convenience new- is great. And millennials are destroying car dealerships, too, because with this whole idea of CarMax, hey, where you don't basically get ahead do a of vending me. machine. Oh, no, I'm just saying, is that on your list? I'm sorry. It is. It is. On I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What's I'll that? Skip, Tell me I'll about skip it. skip to that now. Car ownership. <laughs> car yeah. ownership. Yeah. This notion of I don't want to talk to another person. And it's so stupid because the industry tells us that folks who go down this path are willing to pay up to a 10% premium More. just to not have to talk to someone. 10% on a car? You're willing to pay just so that you can press a button and see it come down a conveyor belt? Gang, get you not a video game. That. Buy your car some other way. Not just that. This That that generation, it's so great to just label things. Um, they're using Lyft and Uber, and they're using sharing services that why have to pay for all of the maintenance and all of the gas and all and all the oh my god if you live in New York oh you can't have a car in New York parking it and between maintenance and it's just so much no 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 no. if you live in New York if you live in London and you have a car you're a millionaire you are there's just there you don't have that's not who this is for if you are in an urban area period that's not an age-based thing that's a, a lot of this stuff that's where I don't think it's generational. I don't think it's age. I think it's temperament more than it is time of life. Because if your temperament is, and the, that's where it, it makes my mind hurt, is when you have conflicting uh, you perspectives. This idea of, I'm doing Beyond Meat for ecological reasons. I want to support the planet, right? Fuck but you, I'm driving my, you don't. But I'm driving my fucking car everywhere and i'm shipping my shit on amazon because i'm and depleting the ozone a million fold than if i would just eat the fucking cow right and wearing leather boots and yeah if you're gonna greta thunberg this shit i'm all in get you some solar panels and a bicycle and you fucked i don't want to hear any more about the rest of it you're done did did i hear she has coronavirus no okay no greta why she shake know. hands with trump <laughs> i doubt she would ever do that um, i don't think sh- i don't think that she does and if she does if uh, for everyone who does that fucking sucks and no i had not heard that she does uh, boris johnson in the uk has it and i will say this just to just to comment i don't wish this on anybody who would the fact that boris johnson does have it i find helpful in this way the day that it was announced and after the conversation between him and President Trump, President Trump's attitude appears in the public eye to have shifted a bit. The more this is made real, the closer this is, it could happen to me. He's like me. He's right. my personal friend. I'm going to release ventilators in a different way. What are so you, five? It, you need to have it touch your, you I, need I'm your six gonna, degrees of uh, Kevin you Bacon? And I are not, you and I are not going to go there. My point to you is... Anything that we can do to make this situation palpable, real, and leading toward thoughtful action, I'm all for it. And if that means that, you know, the sadness of having someone you know come down with it. All right. I I have two more. My last two are napkins. I don't. Why would they go away? You're still dirty. What do you mean? Paper towels do a better job. And why bother with the whole whole napkin thing? They said napkins are, are no longer 
purchased at the rate they used to be. And the last one is bar soap. What? Nobody's buying bar soap anymore. Everything's They're a- just as dirty. You need a napkin <laughs> and some soap. Especially now. Soap, soap, now, soap, soap, this, soap. You, this is why we're here. <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. This is not why we're here. <laughs> yes, it is. Because you get your greasy, filthy fucking fingers in the communal not-meat food dish. You wedge it all up into all your orifices, and then you don't wash your hands with your no-soap or napkins. Fuck Holy you, millennial. Holy shit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing this. You did it to us again. What I love the most is I just set you on fire and now I'm going to release you to your family. You're not <laughs> nice. You're not a nice person. I'm going to cowboy Twitter. That's where I'm going. That I'm is what I'm down. going to have my kids sign on to so they can read that. <laughs> Hashtag get some soap. <laughs> Hashtag wash H-A-S-H-T-A-G. Wash your hands. Um, you don't have to write out hashtag, especially not after the pound sign you just used. My favorite is thanks, Tim. Send. <laughs> you know, that shit has got to be made up. But you know what? I, I applaud you, comic writer. What was my favorite funny. one? Uh, John, can you see this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucas, can you read this? Can you read this? Sorry, I thought I was Googling that. Tim. <laughs> well, I started saying see, thank you to Siri. I never use Siri. I find her off-putting. But I actually started using her because I'm trying to touch my phone less. So, yeah, uh, yeah and have it near my face. Blah, 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 blah. So I've asked her to do a couple of things, and she's she's complying. She's fairly helpful. It's okay. Annie's the only annoyed. one who has trouble with her. When she asks for directions, she usually sends <laughs> Annie somewhere else altogether. <laughs> Siri, would you misdirect me, please? (laughs) Exactly. And that's exactly what she's happy to do. Um, I am going to put an end to this delightful extra bonus episode right now and hope that um, as an in-between morsel of joy, we could throw you a little extra something-something to help you get through this confinement. If you're tired of your family, uh, we are here for you. We are absolutely here for you. And if you're a Facebook person, or even if you're not, pop on Facebook. Join, search for Brill Obs Pod Groupies. You can simply search Brilliant Observations Podcast, and you'll see the private group. You simply click to join. We're going to let you in. We're not that fussy. We just keep it private to make it more related to show content. Feel free to post your anything in there, your humor memes, your fun coping, your picture of what you had for breakfast, your hatred for things that we also hate because that's you know we thrive on that that's how we that's how we're all going to keep each other together gang it's a fun upbeat lighthearted place you can get news you can get negative elsewhere we're trying to thoughtfully trying to keep it light and keep it fun because as we all know and have seen making the rounds wow that's my dog throwing up is it you all right did you get it did you get it <laughs> We're all in this together, as we know. What now, somebody go is, get me napkins or paper towels or something. Likes, this dog has been on more walks and more back time. We had a we had a bonfire in the back, and we were out very late last night in the dark, and just enjoying each other. And that's the part of this whole thing. But that gave him flexibility to chew on a stick Everything. for a really long time. He chews on basically giant fallen trees, and we call them stick. And it's the bark is hard for him. So that's that was bark part two. <laughs> bark. The point is. We are all winning this war and doing our part by doing something that is not warlike at all. We're not being sent to the front lines. The best thing that we can be 
and the best defense that we can give everybody on the front lines is to stay home and enjoy yourself. Stay home and eat, eat something. Watch TV. Have a, have a laugh with your with the other person in your house. And if you're alone in your house, revel in it because not everybody gets that fucking treat. And get online if you're lonesome. We're there for you. The point is. Anytime your brain starts to convince you this is really hard, I want you to picture the movie 1917. That's really hard. You're yes, sitting home. That. So we can we can or lift call, each other up. Or call Morton's. They'd be happy to talk to you. <laughs> and they'd be happy You've got to take out steak with your name on it and it's made of beef. Yeah. So keep smiling, gang. We love you. We, we love you more than you think. So thanks for listening. Bye.